This is the show, Procrastination Pals. We talk about who's what, when's, why's, and how's. Two best friends with solid gold hearts. We record our thoughts, observations, and farts. I'll get around to the backing track later. Procrastination Pals. Welcome to Procrastination Pals, the show for what you're doing when you should be doing something else. I am the Elvis Presley of uh, procrastination, Dan Morganti. Oh, uh-huh. I'm Josh. All right, let's get into it. Uh, what have you been procrastinating with this week, Josh? This week, what have I been procrastinating with? Uh, ch- uh, look, ch- trying to just get back into re- into the real world, trying to um, assimilate back in- into life, and just you know, calling those people that I haven't seen in a long time and try and catch up with. Um, people that you know, I probably should have been more um, active in being in touch with. Over lockdown, still haven't done it, but um, am certainly... You've thought about it, and that's what procrastination is all about. It's the thought that counts. Yeah. That's what they say. Except in this case, it's not. It's like the phone call and the actual communication that counts. Yeah, it's kind of like when someone says to me, oh, I saw this perfect shirt for you. Oh, like, you'd love it. I I nearly bought it for you. And I'm like, yeah, but you didn't. What do you want? A thank you? (laughs) Like, you thought about getting something for me, but didn't. Well, I thought about thanking you. Well done. You made it halfway to doing something. Yeah. Uh, and I have been procrastinating with League of Legends. If you don't know, it is a five-on-five five, uh, MOBA multiplayer online battle arena. MOBA. Which, uh, it's kind of a dumb title for it, I think. But it's like for me, it's like it's like if I was addicted to heroin, and I was like, I'll just I'll just give heroin one more go. Just just, just, just uh, yeah, just dabble back in heroin. Um, so I've just been, a taste, just a taste. Yeah, and I have gorged myself. <laughs> um, you chubby playing, funster. Yeah, been playing a lot of League of Legends, and I'm not sure if I'm quite at the point where I regret it. So much like a heroin addict, I'm, just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. I'm still on top of it. I'm, I'm, on top I'm, of, I'm in control of this. I'm, I'm in control. I'm, of this. Tr- I can, I can, I can handle it. I can handle it. All right. You, you, you want to be me, playing? You, you want to be playing it right now, don't you? Yeah. There, there's a certain part of me though that no matter what I'm doing, like. I was I was in a plane about to go skydiving and I was like, yeah, oh, could be playing could be video playing League of Legends right now. <laughs> could be playing video games right now. Uh, yeah, so got back into that, which is a the best way to procrastinate for me because video games are a lot of fun and I spend too much of my life playing them. Um, Do what makes you happy, man. Yeah. So this week uh, we are talking about Nasubi. Nasubi. Uh, we're, we're trying a, a little bit of a different format. I am just going to read the Nasubi Wikipedia article because it Dangerous. is batshit insane. Really? And uh, look, and uh, for context, I have no fucking clue what this is. Yeah. Okay. So I'll explain it in general terms. Nasubi was a reality TV show in Japan. <gasps> I uh, do know what this is. Uh, when was it? I don't know. I'm looking at the page now, but much like procrastination, I do not. Prepare. Feels like nineties. Yeah. Uh, Late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah. Uh, sorry, January nineteen ninety eight to March two thousand and two. Fucking late nineties, early two thousands, man. Got it. Nailed it. So, I'm just going to read the Wikipedia article article because it is yeah it's so crazy that this was a TV show. So it's a reality TV show focused on one guy, and uh, the and the audience. Uh, tunes in every week to this guy trying to get through the challenge but he doesn't know that it's a reality tv show either he thinks that it's going to be filmed and then packaged together at the end and become like a a movie or something like 
it won't be viewed until after he's uh, at the end so he can do press and stuff for it, I guess. Okay. Um, so he's unaware that it's being watched by people while he's participating in it. Uh, so... One way to get caught jerking off. Nasubi was challenged to... Oh, sorry. Tom, Tomoyaki Hamatsu. Born August 3rd, 1975. Better known as Nasubi is a Japanese comedian. So the Denpa Shonen Teki Kensho Sikatsu, which I think is just the name for the show. Yeah, I don't speak Japanese. I can tell. So Nasubi was challenged to stay alone, unclothed in an apartment for Susunu Denpa Shonen, January 1998 to March 2002. A Japanese reality television show on Nippon Television after winning a lottery for a show business related job in brackets. Love the Nippon. Show business related jobs. Uh, he was challenged to enter mail in sweepstakes until he won 1 million yen, about $10,000 in total. He started with nothing, including no clothes, was cut off from outside communication and broadcasting, and had nothing to keep him company except the magazines he combed through for sweepstakes entry forms. After spending 335 days to reach his target, Fuck. he set the Guinness World Record for the longest time survived on competition winnings. Crazy. All right, so already... Yeah, we're, this, we're, getting this some, is, we're getting into some real Japanese territory right here. This is the setting for much mental anguish. I also love that with, with a lot of Japanese things, no matter what it is, a bit of nudity helps. Yeah. Always. Well, Get them naked. Yeah. Well, you find out about it, but... The reason they call it Nasubi because Nasubi is Japanese for eggplant and throughout the entire show, he remains pretty much naked. So, they put an eggplant uh, emoji on his genitals to blur it out. Amazing. Uh, but that's not the reason they call it N- call him Nasubi because he has an eggplant shaped face. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? So, <laughs> sorry. Um. <laughs> sorry. So, he has a, an eggplant emoji over his dick, which is often refu- referred to as the dick emoji. Yeah. Um, but despite that obvious choice to call him eggplant, it's because of his face. Yeah. It's because Got he it. looks like an eggplant. Gotcha. So, Nasubi lived in front of the camera with only the possessions he won via the sweepstakes, save for basic utilities such as running water, heating, and electricity. And the stacks of postcards and magazines required for entering the sweepstakes. So he was naked except for all the magazines, mm-hmm. uh, just in an apartment. Due to his nudity, an eggplant cartoon graphic covered his genitals when Nasubi was standing on camera. Nasubi is a Japanese word for eggplant. The nickname was chosen due to his 30 centimeter long face shaped like a Japanese eggplant. me, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> why why preface that with like I don't know. Okay. But yeah, I th- I'm I'm just going to read the article for yeah, now. Yeah, I, won't, yeah. I won't fill anything else in cuz uh, I've re- I've read this I don't know what's going to be uh said. I just know it's it's in my noggin. Nasubi believed that he was being recorded and the show would be rebroadcast later once the footage had been gathered. In reality, the experiment was being live-streamed with footage compiled and re-aired each week, complete with sound effects present at frequent intervals, especially to highlight his sadness and frustration. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Oh, no, I didn't. Crying in the corner. (laughs) I didn't win. (laughs) I can't eat for another day. Yeah. Uh, like that is the most bleak sentence in this entire thing. So he's talking about his sadness and frustration. Oh. At first, he received no food at all, 
drinking only water and losing weight. (laughs) (laughs) That'll do it. I can't imagine the compelling TV that that must have been. Eventually... Eventually, he won some sugary drinks from his sweepstakes entries, then a bag of rice, and eventually survived for weeks on dog food he won. (laughs) Jesus Christ. This is grim. (laughs) What a lost his fucking mind. How many days did you say? 355? 355, yes. Shit. Uh, Yeah. Um, Poor Masubi. During, he carried on conversations with a stuffed animal he adopted as his sensei. Yep. He never won clothing he could wear, only ladies' underwear that was too small. Nor did he ever win anything to trim his growing facial hair. <laughs> so he's just getting more and more disheveled. Haggard. Yeah. And skinny. He's looking like a castaway at this point, coming eating a, dog food. Just becoming a wraith. Jesus. A wraith. He, he also won other prizes he was unable to use, like movie tickets and a bicycle, both of which would have required him to exit the apartment to utilise. <laughs> Thanks for the... Can't bracket. eat a bike. Thanks for that Wikipedia article. Couldn't, couldn't have worked that out. When he won a television set, it was initially useless as there was no cable or antenna hookup in the apartment. Intentional by the producers out of fear he would discover he was already on TV. Oh, fuck. But it became useful when he later won a VCR for the two videotapes he had won previously and a Sony PlayStation for the games and controllers he had also won previously. Hell yeah. He's starting to rack up some prizes though. Mm. So... Uh, yeah, so he's got to get $10,000. So what do you think he's up to? Like, I don't know, probably two or three grand with yeah, like... Is black. that combined value? I would imagine so. Uh, yeah, so dog food, ladies underwear, bike, PlayStation. Uh, and look, let's call that um, premium dog food, Victoria's Secret underwear. He's getting he's, he's, he's getting up there. Yeah, so he's... You know, maybe a grand or so. Shy, just shy of halfway, I reckon, all with right, all that cool. stuff. But... Um, yeah, so for the PlayStation uh, controls he had won previously. Upon reaching his goal, he was clothed and blindfolded and taken to a surprise location. Masubi happily went along, believing he was going to get a special prize for his year of hard work. After they removed his blindfold, he found himself in South Korea, where he was <laughs> sh- shown around town and taken to another apartment. <laughs> oh, God. He was once again asked, to take off his clothes and challenge to enter sweepstakes, this time to win enough money to afford a flight with Japan Airlines to return home. Fucking hell. <laughs> you want to get home? Magazines are in the corner, mate. Imagine that, though, just taking off a blindfold and you're in another country. Like, oh, God. Well, crazy. I mean, I imagine somewhere on the flight he would have figured that out. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, but how messed up is this? So, like... How, imagine his mental state. Like he would fucked. be, he would, would be crazy. Fucked. Well, he's talking to this stuffed animal, calling him his sensei. So he's, yeah. I'm watching a TV with nothing on it. Oh, he's got two videotapes. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it would have been a long time. It's sitting in the corner. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's he's already very fragile, and they do this to him. Could have, could have ended really badly. This. Well, let's keep reading and find out. Uh, when the Subi quickly met his goal after several weeks of entering competitions, it was revised, this time to afford a ticket in first class. And his goal just fucking with him at this point. Yeah. And his goal was also met in a matter of weeks. When he had won enough to return to Japan, he was blindfolded, clothed, and taken to another apartment in Japan. (laughs) When the blindfold was removed, he looked around, sighed, and took off all his clothes. 
At which point, the walls of the apartment fell away to reveal that he was in a TV studio with a huge live audience. You're trying to break this, man. Yeah, so he just keeps like thinking that they're taking him from apartment to apartment. And like. And I love that when he gets there fully clothed, he's like, well, just, I know what I got to do. He's resigned to his fate. Yeah, he just takes his clothes off. Uh, Nasubi was confused by this because he thought the show had not been yet broadcast. The entire ordeal lasted some 15 months, during which time his diaries on his experience of being locked away from the outside world became a bestseller in Japan, and the TV show broke all records with 17, viewers view- 17 million viewers each Sunday night. Fuck. How insane is that? So you know why they're messing with him now, because he was getting so many views that they're like, we've got we to keep this we train gotta- rolling. Yeah, we've got to keep this guy locked down in desperation. Like... That says a lot about Japan that this is like the most. Uh, I mean, look, if if in whatever world that they could do this in Australia and get away with it, um, just the the opportunity to watch someone slowly lose their fucking mind and potentially kill themselves on a live stream, um, I'd give it a look. I I definitely think it would be very successful, but that's the thing, like. Uh, Ethically, it's it's not right. It's, it's like it's very murky. It's yeah. It's like uh, I'm gl- I'm glad we live in Australia where we don't have gun laws. But if we were in the US, I would own a bazooka. Like I would own you would own guns. whatever you could. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm glad that I I don't have that option. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he reported being uh, he reported being hot and sweaty wearing clothing after his ordeal, and for the first six months had difficulty carrying on conversations. You know if that's all the mental anguish that comes out of this. Not I mean, too also, bad. like what I said on our last episode about going back to work and finding it difficult to talk to customers after being in lockdown for seven months. Ah, you can relate. Well, yeah, I guess. Hmm. Excuse me. What an arsehole. Yeah, that's going to come through on the edit. Ah, oh, fuck it. Oh, no, we'll just wait. We'll start back at. Um, ah, dickhead. What's this guy doing? Loops? I might just put that in the episode. Fuck it. <laughs> um,. After the rigors he went through in order to become a famous comedian, Nasubi was unable to succeed in the variety TV world. Because he can't speak. Yeah. (laughs) That's traumatized. And his head is shaped like an eggplant. Just puts people off. I mean, that's a good head for a comedian. Yeah, I I guess. But I think it's like comedian in brackets in that there's not real label for what he is. Sure. Okay. You know, much, uh, much maligned. A reality TV star and it's funny that he, the same ring and his sadness isn't as funny without the the sound the effects. Found the sound effects, yeah. So, um, so he didn't succeed in the variety TV world. Instead, he became a local talent in his native Fukushima, as well as a dramatic stage actor, fanning the stage troupe Eggplant Way, <laughs> performing <laughs> across Japan. He has starred in Densha Otoku, classic, Trick, Atashinshi no Dashi no Danshi. Maybe don't do the accent. Sorry, was I doing an accent? <laughs> I'm just no, try- no, no, no. You, you're just reading Japanese. That's good. That's I'm good. just trying to, yeah, read, read Japanese. No, no, no. no that's yeah, good. Authentically. And portrayed the character Watcherman in Kamen Rider W. He also appeared in the game 428 Shibuya Scramble. <laughs> this is seriously the best line in the, in, in the whole thing. Nasubi reports that he is grateful for his experience and that pr- the producer apologized to him. The producer, Toshihiro Sushia, says he has no regrets and confirms that he did not apologize. (laughs) (laughs) 
and states that his goal is to produce miracles on film. And with Nasubi, that is what happened. Mm, true artist, huh? Yeah. So that's the end of the Wikipedia article. But how fucked up is that that they put a man through that for entertainment? Entertainment, fucking insane. It's and look, you look at the producer and think, what's going on with you, man? Like, and it obviously, and he's doing it under the guise of this is my art. And yes, look, and I look if you take it in a performance art kind of scope incredible like to it but that would have to be dictated upon the person being consensual to exactly what was going to happen to them yeah rather than just this fucking lab rat that is manipulated into doing this yeah it's it's pretty crazy and like and i i, I fucking love that line the, the producer says he did not apologize <laughs> and i have no regrets <laughs> yeah. whatever he said fuck him yeah. and his eggplant face <laughs> So ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I guess that brings us around to like reality television in general. Actually, mm-hmm. at the start of the pandemic, so in February 2020, I applied for, or maybe it was a little bit earlier, but I got the call in February 2020 for uh, casting call for Survivor. Ooh. And I was, it was all going well until, uh, yeah, lockdown hit and they... I wasn't told, but then Survivor was put on hold and I don't know how close I was to getting it, but uh, I had a few video interviews and was asked really? if, I, yeah, if I couldn't be on the upcoming season, could I be on the next season? And I was like, yes, yes, I can. Interesting. Um, and I think, and I would be happy to go on Survivor. It's the, it's the only reality show that I like really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's like because I just and I think I would do well in it. Of, well, of I mean, course. everybody does. Yeah, they? everyone thinks sure. they would do well. well who, who, what character are you? You think the the funny guy? I do you reckon you're the funny guy? Well, I de- I put it in my video, so I made the video like I, it started with me doing push-ups, and I'm like going ninety nine, one thousand. I'm like, oh hi, didn't see you there. <laughs> ninety nine did- to one thousand. That was quick. Oh. <laughs> nine hundred ninety nine to one thousand. All right, funny guy. Yeah, and. Uh, and then it was like, why can I do this? Because I'm super strong. And then it would cut to me carrying like 17 grocery bags. And I'm like, one trip every time. <laughs> and then cut, and then I'm, I'm super smart. And then I had a Scrabble piece and I put it down and go, checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, okay. yeah. And so like I, um, I tried to like show that I could, you know, play to the, yeah, you yeah. know, whatever... Play to the funny guy routine. Play to the pl- funny guy routine. And you so. do, I think that everyone has to understand they're going in the the the, um, the veneer of reality in any reality TV is very, very thin. It's like there is so much that is very um, contrived and mm. manipulated to help the audience. And anyone that goes on it needs to understand their type and stick to that type mm. and use that to their advantage. Yeah. To either get on the show or stay on the show, whatever it may be, you got to... Ham it up, folks. Ham mm. it up. And I I think I like I like Survivor because even though like they they do have producers that are trying to uh manipulate manipulate the story, I feel like this the stories emerge pretty naturally anyway. Like you're mm-hmm. you've got to vote someone out and like you've got to do all these challenges and like I feel like and you're like you're on an island with, with nothing else. Yeah. I I feel like it's as far as reality is reality um because reality it, TV is reality. Survivor is the most authentic. Yeah, because and I also think that it's 
because of its alien nature, um, like within uh, ge- geographically, it is the high stress situation anyway. Yeah. So anything that sort of seems over the top or um, like a caricature well, of yeah. who you are, it's like, well, look, you know, put put me in an extreme enough situation, um, then you know, who knows? Whereas on the Bachelor, they just booze them up. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like uh, Survivor is. It's it's not a realistic scenario. Like you would never find yourself in like on a on a desert. Well, maybe you, you would. Know, you might, but, you, but... but voting off maybe would mean you're eating someone. Yeah. <laughs> instead. yeah. All right. Who are we eating this week? <laughs> and also, I hate like. And the cool thing about Survivor is, you know, it's cash prize at the end. Like, what do you get? There used to be a million bucks. It's probably like five hundred thousand or whatever now. But whatever, it's a cash prize. At the end of the Bachelor, you get a girlfriend. Yeah. That's I've sad, had one of them before. man. Yeah. <laughs> Why go through it all? Yeah. And I hate th- it's like fuck the bachelor, man. Fuck yeah. the bachelor, fuck the bachelorette and fuck everything it stands for. Yeah. I hate those shows. I hate the bachelor too. Actually the the other one I do the only one of that I do like is the the bachelor in paradise where they get all the bachelor rejects. So because it's the survivor version of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're around the pool and it's just them getting pissed and like trying to fuck each other. Like it's it takes away the whole artifice of I'm looking for the love of I'm my life. When really it's like uh, I'm looking I for want, a rim job in the steam room. I want to get on this for at least 10 episodes so I can have uh, a career as an Instagram influencer, please. And maybe get to bone for a little bit. <laughs> I'm glad we've ad- adopted the same meathead affectation. Hey guys, I used to be pretty good at football, but I hurt my shoulder, so I could have went all the way. But now I just fuck hot cheeks. What's her name? Sally. <laughs> Sally's the love of my life. <laughs> Sally. <laughs> yeah, but the, the Bachelor is definitely the and worst. Also, the dumber one. the better, you know? That's, yeah. That's why they get them. Yeah. Uh, and there's there's always someone that you hate. Like they always. I'm always surprised. Who's the villain? Yeah, when people come out of a um, a reality TV show and they're the one they pick to be the villain, it's like, first of all, you said some pretty heinous shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sure you said. I'm so sure you said some nice stuff in there as well, but that doesn't fit the narrative. So yeah, and they're and they're just like, no, they edited it to make me look like I was, you know, bad and hated everyone and da da da. Yeah, well, you did drop the N word once or twice yeah. in there, didn't yeah. you? Maybe I don't know how they edited that in, but yeah, check yourself. And that's like. The, so this has been a while and the last time this guy will ever get mentioned, but that Jamie guy on Bachelor in Paradise, did you watch it the I, last season? No, I've not so, watched a single episode. So it was this is possibly the dumbest man in the world. Like mm-hmm. he's forty years old acting like he, he he had the seemed like the intelligence of a seventeen year old. Like he was All right. uh, pretty he, intelligent seventeen year old. He was like manipulating this one girl who like was looking, who was genuinely, genuinely looking for a partner, mm-hmm. um, and she, she was not uh, like Seemed a nice normal. person. Yeah, like she, she thought she was a comedian, but just wasn't funny. Yeah, so, sure. uh, I know a few people like that. Yeah, looking at one, <laughs> thought I beat to the punch, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> um, and um, and he just like strung her, but he was so he thought he was being uh, manipulative and coy, but it was so obvious what he was doing gonna play some mind games <laughs> <laughs> not quite he, he was like he was like almost like if he didn't admit it to himself it wasn't true like we can all see what you're doing but he's like coming up with this bullshit like no i just i think it would be good if we were just friends in here and we 
and we stay friends. And then she, she uh, like, just to give each other our roses and, you know, we can have a good time and potentially meet our partners and because, uh, like, that, more people were coming in. Yeah. And then she found someone and he, and he tried to sabotage it because he wanted to stay in. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. So, that that was the most entertaining one because this guy was such a dumbass mm. that uh, it was worth It'd be fun to that. watch him flounder. Yeah. And that's all it was. That's what that show was good for. Other than that, it's pretty despicable, the, the people who are on that. Yeah, and look, that's that's. I blame us for all that because you know people watch it, and it's trash, and and it just became the, like the basis for any re- reality TV show is again put people in high stress situations, try and get them to freak out, embarrass themselves in any way that they can for the cheapest way possible, and we'll get fucking mad numbers watching it, even like any of them, like the you don't have to put in any thought. Like you know, any real creative thought into a story. Sure, there is a lot of the editing, and um, you know, the director for these shows has got to find a narrative in there somewhere. But the forethought is not. You're just reactive to to whatever's coming at you, and you take it back to, I mean, some of the, the earliest reality shows, something like Big Brother or in the states it was probably The Real World or something like that. Yeah, like yeah. they had things like that. That it just is such fucking trash i refuse to watch it and the problem is that i know that even if i give it one look i'll be fucking hooked and watch it a lot yeah and that's it, the thing. it is addictive and it does just fire off whatever it is inside of us that's like you just get sucked in it is very compelling if i give it a and again if i give it a minute and i watch it I'm, i'll be fucked so like i, I just know i'm just I'm not going to touch it. Yeah. Now. I mean, the Subi, if I had to watch one episode of that, I'd be like, I'm tuning in Sunday. I am with the all other over this. 17 million people. Yeah. With this guy's eggplant face. And look, and how do we look at it as some of these people that get taken into reality TV, have themselves built up as some what of a celebrity, um, get a name for themselves and are manipulated, whether that mentally or physically or emotionally by the world that they're in for a, very, for a short amount, like a short amount of time, this high spike in um, stimulant from whether that be attention from people, the fame that comes with it, again, the emotional trauma of it all and yada, 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 and then straight back to bottom. Do we see that as <sighs> what makes us think that that is less um, despicable or troubling than what is happening with Nasubi. I know, obviously, it's an extreme version, and obviously, the way that it is aired, and it is obvious um, manipulation of, of an individual for, for financial gain or for gain of whatever form. But we're just doing like versions of it and pretending it's different because it's, it, it's in line with our cultural beliefs. I feel like it's... Um awareness so if you go on a reality tv show maybe not back in the day but these days it's you're aware that what they're going to do to you like whatever whatever you say will be used against you like the yeah but what about dingbat with a 17 year old brain like how much do you think he really knew what it was going to be or he definitely didn't but he he was definitely taking advantage of because he he was one if that character was you know at, at, at least a reflection of who he actually is one mm. of the dumbest people I've ever seen on TV. Okay, so it's probably fine, protected by that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Too dumb to... Well, he said he was going to sue Channel 10. He like tweeted it out when like the episodes are coming on. 
Yeah, I'm, go- I'm gonna sue Channel. He 10. doesn't understand what that means. They make me look like a buffoon. <laughs> look, if you didn't understand, I looked up buffoon yesterday. And I'm not happy. If you didn't realize how you were going to be portrayed in a TV show, you definitely don't understand how you're going to be portrayed in court. So don't, oh, yeah, don't, fuck. Yes. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> I'd love to see the talking heads during the case, though. <laughs> Cut to him in the backyard. What the fuck is that? Just his lawyer. Yeah, we're trying to get the best result for Jamie here today, but uh, uh, we just don't have it in the bag. We we need something extra. Maybe we could have the uh, the defendant uh, slip up somehow. Um, but yeah, we just got to get got to get in under the wire with this one. And Jamie just keeps yelling out objection at random times. I don't think he knows what it means or that it is no place in this kind of case. This is a civil case, not criminal. <laughs> There's not even a jury. He doesn't even need to be here, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, so that guy, uh, massive dumbass, and that he made that show entertaining for the reason that like, it was the cruelty of it. So I guess it's like also the same as Nasubi. So I, yeah. think, I think, yeah, you were, you're right. That's like not much different to Nasubi. And- no, and again, it's just, it, it's, it's more palatable. Well, they've packaged it in a way that it's more palatable for us. But it's still, yeah, I, I still just think it's, um, I don't know. And again, like if, if you go through the scope of it being art, like looking at the Nasubi thing, like there is a, a definite form of, this is a fascinating and new thing that I've never conceived of. Can't believe that it's fucking real. And just the most bizarre and con- confronting thing that uh, you could think to actually watch. And we laugh, but again, the reality of it is like, holy shit, man. Like that's, that's an intense experience for someone to go through. Um, and there is an art to that. It's, it's not necessarily a positive thing. It's not necessarily a positive art. Um, but there is some sort of artistic value to that. Whereas with Bachelor in Paradise, there's no art to that. There's, like it's just, it's just trash. It's just trash TV. Mm, it is. So if you were... If you were going to conceive of a reality TV show, what what would you do? Um, oh, fuck, I don't know. Have you got one? Maybe you lead. Blacksmiths and bodybuilders. Oh, Jesus Christ. We get, <laughs> we get a house and we get six blacksmiths and six bodybuilders and they've each got to try and train the others to do their tasks. Sounds but, sexy. Yeah, there's a lot of... There's a lot of greased up muscles. Gre- grease, greased up uh, yeah. hairy men. There's not much hair on those bodybuilders. Not on the bodybuilders. I suppose on the black, blacksmith. blacksmiths are the hairy ones. Every blacksmith I've ever met, not that I've, there's a whole heap of them, but every single one of them, thick beard. How many blacksmiths have you met? One? Seven. Seven? You're running in some smithy circles. But if you? I said blacksmith, the image that comes to mind is this guy with like a beard, like modern day blacksmith, a guy who... Yeah, forearms with like quads. Yeah, yeah. And you're right, like, and has but has like uh, hips to tattoos and yeah. maybe a septum piercing. Uh, so that's what a blacksmith looks like. Braided chest hair. Yeah, and the, the Celtic knot. Yeah, 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 chest hair. Yeah. They love all that old shit. They must. Yeah. Oh, if they're a if modern they're, day blacksmith, blacksmith yeah. you what know we have machines. What do you do this yeah. <laughs> these days, right? Yeah, but this is artisanal. Yeah. Well done, bro. But look, I made this by hand. A swank, a wonky candelabra. <laughs> Yeah, look at this one. I bought it. Yeah. So you don't have any ideas for a reality show? Um, look, uh, I, I re- one I did actually like recently was the um, glass blowing one where it was like a glass blowing competition. Is that on Netflix? Bit, uh, yeah, I think so. A uh, bit of a smithy type 
vibe to it. Like they're all just in there doing this kind of pointless craft. Um, but I reckon I like, I feel like I do like competition aspect. I'm, I'm less into the, you know, everyone's sob story when they're making a candelabra, as you said. Like, I don't want to hear that shit. Just make the fucking thing. Show me about it and, you know, give me a laugh maybe. But um, so something competitive. Um, I did get, actually, if you could find just several useless crafts, things that are outdated and unnecessary. So we get in our blacksmith. We get in a, a glass blower. We get in um, a landscaper, just who does very particular shapes with with hedges. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's, that, that's a that's a job. <laughs> the, All right. Oh, okay. It's on seek. You just have a look. Yeah. Um, those people that do like sand art. Yeah, like make sandcastles. Bunch of them, and then I fell in love with this guy who's really good at. Um, Fax machine repairman. Yeah, sure. Yep. There's an art to it. He's probably out first episode, yeah. though, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. um, this guy who d- uh, cuts horse hooves when they get overgrown and they, like uh, he yeah. fixes them, makes the shoe for them, does all that. Get him and a horse in there. And it's just going to be called Impress Me. And I <laughs> sit there. They all do their craft. And then whoever impresses me uh, gets, a, gets the sticker. They get a sticker. That's it. Just a sticker? But it's a pretty cool sticker, though. Yeah. Well, then, very worth it. Yeah. But I also have someone make that for them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to, yeah, to present the award is the person who made it, the other, the <laughs> sticker maker. Out of date. <laughs> who also lost. So. <laughs> <laughs> out of date art and craftist. So, uh, Brian, why is this dick? Just because you got kicked off the show, mate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, not the most solid of ideas, but... Look, it's yeah, not the best elevator pitch I've ever had, but you put me on the spot. Yeah, well, we can we can work something along. We're we're very blacksmith heavy. Maybe maybe there's something in that. Yeah, blacksmiths. Yeah, make blacksmiths in paradise. Sounds good. They're all hammering away. <laughs> oh, yeah. your endo. Yeah, the double innuendo, double entendre. No. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Menage à toi? What? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, well, I think that's the uh, the end of this episode on Nasubi and other... Shout out to Nasubi. Yeah. Much love. I hope he's okay. I think he's doing all right now. He said he had a best-selling book. Wait, Drew, I wonder if the proceeds of that went to him. I would hope so. Yeah. Maybe uh, not. I bet you the producer fucked that over too. Yeah, well, he did not apologize. Yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway, I'm a fan. Love your work. Yeah. So this is Procrastination Pals. I'm Dan. I am Josh. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, Stay busy, get your work done, and uh, hit us up next week. Bye.